You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any intellectual needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. Tom Segura is not that funny, Daniel. Well, it's... for for our friends to gather on a Friday night to watch a live Tom Segura make your friend throw up video, how juvenile does that sound? I mean, personally, just as far as like we we are producing content at this moment, so I would say We're as content a content creators, machines. machines. I'm not a robot. <laughs> Don't you claim I get quizzed all the time and I pass that. I'm not a robot. You, <laughs> I can find stop signs and buses and whatnot. Leave me alone, dude. Sometimes they're they're invasive though. It'll be like it'll be like click the find the bike. There's six out of seven pictures have a bike in it, and then they make me do another one. And there's like find the train, and there's only one train out of nine pictures. And then the next one's like pick the school bus, and there's no school buses. Well, the problem is Zach, you're out here admitting that you're a machine on content. Stop I am a doing content that. Producing machine. You put food in my mouth, and content comes out my butt. Oh, oh, I'll be back in there. Okay. Well, but yes, as content creators, I do not believe that going in trying to make people vomit or whatever we're doing as a Friday night gag seems strange. Personally. If you ask me, uh, vomiting in general just sounds dis- just un- unfun and not enjoyable. Although, occasionally, now when you're inebriated perhaps, there has been a time once or twice where it felt great and relieving. I still don't want to go do it. I'm not trying to make myself do it. I don't want to make my friend do it. Seems like a strange activity. All right, this is a great segue. Daniel, have you ever just like... Have you ever just been at a party and then you're like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna walk away real quick, throw up, be right back. Ooh, yes. Rally. Best place, a little rally. I hated to say this, this is strange. Go outside most of the time. I the was fresh just air. The fresh air. It's always nice, brisk, cool out there. Fresh air is fantastic. One of my just best, you know. most discreet rallies of all time. Walked out the front door, around the side, threw up in a girl's bush, walked right back in. No one knew. <laughs> All right. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Welcome into a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody, and he is Zach Whittington. Grew up in a bush outside of the house where the girl was throwing the party. Okay, perfect. <laughs> We're here to talk sports. We're here to talk Greenville Triumph, college football, Whoops. NFL football, a little fantasy football perhaps. And uh, Zach, how's it going? I think we've been off for like a week and a half ish now. Yeah, I went to t- I've I've been to two home Clemson games against Cupcake and thought to be t- we were twenty eight point favorites against Georgia Tech. Did not go that well for you. No conditions. It's tough though when you get delayed as long it was like a two hour or something delay like oh, yeah. y'all oh, yeah. big thunderstorm delay and then come back out. I think the final was like fourteen to eight. <laughs> just thirteen to seven. I think it was fourteen eight. Fourteen eight. Well, we'll check. We'll check with our producer. I do believe fourteen eight. Uh, Georgia Tech uh, almost had a last second comeback, uh, driving down the field. Little, you know, ball. I think they were down eight. Uh, you know, and so they fourteen eight. Fourteen eight. You gotta understand. I was at the SO Club before the game. Natter days where there's this new Natty Light lemonade they were handing <laughs> out there, and it's it's thir- it's it's a liqueur. A liqueur. <laughs> 30% liqueur. They were just putting on ice and Dixie cups and like big old cups. 
It was a day. And then the delay happened. It was a day. It was a day. <laughs> and Clemson's still not scoring touchdowns. So it's, it's, it's slightly concerning. So you understand we're a little agitated as fans. Uh, and there hadn't been – the crowds haven't been – I mean, the tailgating just seems lessened than it has been in previous years. doesn't seem same energy. It's not as packed. Usually every spot, I've, you know, it's – I don't know, man. It's, people should be out there. It's, you know – There's only got, like four more home games. Yeah, people should mm-hmm. be out there. This the, the season's already about – I told Andy the, the other day, I was like, we're about to be a quarter way through the season. It's crazy. The dogs uh, played South Carolina last week. I was actually at that game. That's why we actually had a longer delay than normal. Um, so yeah, that was a great time. South Carolina. I personally, I've been talking to a bunch of Carolina fans. Uh, obviously, living in South Carolina uh, and having a bunch of friends that are South Carolina fans. I think there was a lot of positive you take out of that game. If you're a South Carolina fan, you're going up against what I think and offensively compared to the, our defense, you know, you're going up what defensively Georgia's we at this point established themselves as probably the best defense in the country this year. And like they, they're, they're making state potential for best defense and, and, you know, college football in a little while. So correct, things correct of that nature is Clemson still not giving up a touchdown. Where did dude, I understand that I was like a little out of it, but, uh, no, I 20... think South Carolina state scored a touchdown. No, they didn't. Uh, let's see who's, I'm just saying, where did Georgia Tech get these eight points? It's uh, two field goals, two field goals and a safety, safety maybe. I'm not sure, but uh, but yeah, I think I think South Carolina fans overall, I think you really do just sort of take yourselves back and you look at it too. The team could have given up. They were down fourteen four. I think it was a uh, twenty six to third to like six. Yeah, y'all won at uh, halftime, and then we came out and we sort of put our put put the foot on their throat. Got an interception on their first drive, went down and scored uh, pretty quick. So they could have easily given up, but the team was still trying, and they scored a touchdown, first offensive touchdown scored against Georgia this year uh, in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, I think South Carolina has a lot to take from that. Uh, you know, Confirmed. Clemson still hasn't given up a touchdown. Clemson still hasn't given an offensive We've touchdown. Given two touchdowns. I mean, uh, two field goals and a safety against Georgia Tech field goal against South Carolina State and uh, two field goal or pick six and a field goal against Georgia. Well, that's I mean, crazy. that's a good South Carolina de- or Clemson defense for sure. But that being said, that offense has a lot to work to do. I think it really comes down to that offensive line has to get stuff figured out. And, they uh, really can't block I thought running wise Lynn or blocking. Dixon, uh, you know, I assumed Lynn passing. J. Dixon was going to have a huge impact on the rushing game. He's now in the transfer, transfer portal. portal. Like, so. Yeah, Ship, I mean, Shipley seems like a guy who can sort of carry the load a bit, but he's also still a young guy and like, you sort of would hope that you would have a little bit of that, you know, senior. I, I think in college football, a lot of times, Nick Saban has said this, or a lot of coaches that will probably say this, you know, that you could talk to, to go through and look through, and they've probably said this at some point. Winning, winning championships, winning games in college football comes down to having experience on the field, having seniors, people who have been there, who have had touches and stuff, you know. Five stars are great, but five stars only get you so far. you got to actually go out there and perform. And some people just – you gotta have that experience and do well with it. Yeah. So but Miami's got a ton of experience and they still suck. They so still does, suck. They're so struggling. Florida State. Florida State. Uh, Florida State, I think, is a little team that has a lot of young guys. Like that right there is a team that at this point they've gone through uh, about four, uh, you know, recruiting classes without Jimbo. But it's also not been Mike Norvell recruiting all those guys. That is a that that program has a lot they got to rebuild with Miami. I don't really know what you do with Miami. 
Uh, we're big fans of Dan Lepetard's show, so we're listening to that. Mike Ryan says that they're not like, you know, some of the producers on there saying that they're not playing like five, they're, they're young guys. They're just playing the old guys. And that's what you see. You see these, uh, you know, tight ends, Mallory's out there and, uh, they're, the receiving is not good. The block, uh, offensively, they're, they're dead in the water. Defensively, that team looks worse than they were like when Mark Rick was there. Like that defense is scared to tackle people. Do you see the block, the, the tackle? There was a Miami guy. He was, okay, so, you know, the, the Michigan State players come around. He's running the ball. He squares up to him to tackle him. Open field, one-on-one. You're going to nail it. But then he immediately just jumps over and blocks this Michigan State guy right here next to him and opens a hole for a touchdown. And you just don't know what happened, really. And the player didn't get asked about it because nobody wants to ask that. That's a, but at the same time, like that's where it's at for Miami right now, and that's worrisome for Florida. I mean, a lot of these Florida schools, like Florida State, Miami, struggling. Um, biggest surprise of the weekend, though. Biggest surprise of the weekend. Florida Gators. Oh, I hate to say it, those Florida Gators did impress me, man. The really comes down to Emory Jones. I still don't think he's your guy. Y'all are going to have to eventually play this Anthony Richardson kid. And I think there's going to be growing pains with that. But that being said, what they proved to me with that game against Bama, 31-29, uh, Bama stops them on a two-point conversion to tie the game and uh, win for, uh, you know, tie, Florida will tie the game. Um, I think Florida just sort of showed me that Dan Mullen – can go out there and make adjustments. They were they were down twenty one to three in the first quarter, and Bama was that's over rolling. Bama. That's you let that happen, Alabama against anybody, and the game's basically over. So, props to the Gators. The Gators looked I, they impressed. I hate to say it, man. I cannot stress how much I hate to say that. Yep, I'm trying to think what else happened. Uh, um, West Virginia beat Virginia Tech. Uh, any big upsets? That you know of. Uh, BYU beat Utah in uh, at home. Uh, Utah goes into BYU. There's been a lot of these uh, bigger name programs going into road games on against smaller programs. Not saying BYU is a small program by any standard, but at the same time, like that's a tough road game to go play. And you know, it ends up backfiring. B- yeah. BYU beats uh, beats Utah, and BYU is undefeated. Coastal Carolina is number sixteen wild uh, another major upset fresno state goes into ucla and wins 40 to 37 on literally a last second must have touchdown for the win their quarterback had like a busted hip at that point and literally was hobbling off the field looked like he was older than my f- great grandfather you know like he was hurting and still they won the game really impressive um Oh, sorry, Oregon. BYU beat Arizona State. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, correction. Real oh, time. Real one time. thing, if you didn't see a little later in the night, Ole Miss played Tulane, and nobody watched this game if you're not an Ole Miss fan, but you should have. Matt Corral had literally almost, they as a team, I think Ole Miss had nearly 900 yards offensively. He had seven touchdowns. Matt Corral had seven touchdowns, four rushing, three passing. That man is on fire. They play Bama Fuego. in a couple weeks, Fuego. and I'm really Fuego. excited for that game. Watch out for that game. Um, Auburn goes into Happy Valley for the whiteout, Zach. 
and they come out losers. Eight point loss. The d- James Franklin very happy with it. Uh, they really? was, Sean, Sean, uh, Clifford Clifford looked good. Clifford kept it clean. Uh, at this point, I think he's only thrown maybe one or two interceptions coming off last year, where like I think he had more interceptions than touchdowns through four games last year. So Sean Clifford uh, turned around a lot, looked really impressive. Uh, you know, well done for that for for the for Penn State there. Um, Arkansas beat Georgia Southern uh, 45-10. They are sort of rolling right now. It's very intriguing. They got a big game this week uh, playing Texas A&M and Arlington. A&M coming off a cupcake, cupcake game where they look dominant. Week before, went on the road and struggled with Colorado and Denver. Um, 10-3 win there, and man, they really did the offensively struggle, but uh, I think it's going to be an intriguing game. Arkansas A&M, probably one of the bigger games this weekend as far as if you're wanting to watch like some competitive football. Is it game day? Uh, I don't think that's game day. I think game day is uh, going to Soldier Field. You get Wisconsin, Notre Dame. Wisconsin. And Soldier Field. Wisconsin. So a little bit of Wisconsin. Uh, a little Jake, uh, Jack Cohen playing his old Badgers. Graham Mertz, who struggled this season, was the hot hand last year. Um, forced uh, Cohen to hit the transfer portal, sort of. And so, yeah, that's going to be an intriguing game. Uh, Wake Forest, 35-14, beat Florida State. They're right now playing Virginia. Uh, I think there's, I think they're up a call, like a touchdown on them right now. But uh, a little ACC action on Friday night. Love that. Uh, USC bounced back after Clay Helton gets fired. 45-14 win at Wazoo. Um, and... Keen Slovis wasn't out, but Keen Slovis uh, should be back this week. So you expect uh, or USC to to sort of have look good coming off a good win there. Oregon's the real deal. Uh, there was a lot of talk this week, Zach. I actually wanted to ask you about this with you being a Clemson fan. You know, not trying to you know make anything big out of it, but Oklahoma struggled at home against a Nebraska team that nobody's convinced is good at this point. Uh, 23-16 win. Uh, Although they won 41 to like 20 something to against Tulsa, it took Ohio State to like the fourth quarter to actually get rolling against Tulsa. I think they went into halftime with like a two point lead on Tulsa, which was the lowest they've ever had against a FBS non power five team. And then Clemson, like we stated, you know, offensively struggled. Uh, you a little worried about any of these teams as far as like maybe they're not and maybe this isn't going to be the season they are expecting as yeah. far as. I'm worried about Clemson. Uh, you're worried about... <laughs> I've been calling for the backup quarterback since about the second quarter of the Georgia game. Really? And I'm still standing by it. Poma John, bring it on. I, I, There is a quarterback in the NFL who I have said I am not in favor of, and people are all about it. Man, it's pretty... The eye test, as much as you'd want to hate on the eye test, the dude just doesn't look like he's got it. There's... There's backups you put on the field and they instantly are electrifying. He's rattled. He gets right. He seems to get rattled, is what I feel like. Seems he to just, like he never gets started. He like he gets because like, like even when like you saw against Georgia and some like he starts sort of throwing throwing throws as if like he's pressured, but there's no pressure. And I don't mean know? to compare DJ to like a player of old, but we had uh, Cole Stout come in his maybe junior year or sophomore year, and he subbed in for Taj Boyd for two games. He set the Clemson passing record for completion percentage in a game. He went like 19 out of 20 in a game, 
set the record as a backup one season. The next season, he's the preseason starter. He comes in, and he's playing all right, but then the offense goes nowhere, and what do we do? We take a chance, and we start freshman Deshaun Watson over this guy. And a lot of people are like, no, you need to give Cole Stout the reins. You need to let him finish out. He deserved it. Yeah, okay, we called him three and out Stout for a reason because he went three and out. The name. Three and out Stout. I mean, I, Cole, you're a nice guy, and I loved that you went really crazy that game and set that record I was watching, but Deshaun Watson won us a national championship. DJ, I feel you. You might just be the next Kelly Bryant. You might get booted for the next better guy, but I don't even know if we have a better guy. I'm not saying Pomachon's like the savior like a Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson is, but I just know DJ, our offense does not look anything like the offense I have seen the last five to ten years. <laughs> so... Well, y'all got road game at NC State this week, three thirty. In ESPN is going to be tough. <laughs> a little that'll be stressful. NC State's looked pretty good this year, but at the same time, typically a team that y'all seem to have the number of. I feel like. I mean, every team in the ACC should not really stand a chance. Like I, I understand. Like I get offended when people are like you play in the ACC, but I get it too. We are heads and shoulders above essentially every other program. I mean, minus three programs here or there that rotate. I mean, sub and. Notre Dame when they want to be in the ACC. Uh, Virginia Tech still kind of good. North Carolina is kind of good under Mac Brown. But, I mean, dumpster fires everywhere. So, come on, Tigers. That was pretty bad, too. Well, <laughs> uh, South Carolina fans, they get a home game this week. I Who know a few got? people go, and they get to Kentucky at home this week. Kentucky looked <laughs> good two weeks ago, looked terrible this past week, I feel like. The, Kentucky's a team that can be Carolina on any so, given year. So, but personally, I should, I've been saying, I said at the beginning of the season, I think South Carolina going after week five should be four and one. One loss to us. They should be able to handle this home game against Kentucky. I do not think Kentucky is as legitimate. They, they The first like two weeks, they looked good. Last week, their offense just completely fell off the face of the earth. So, Daniel. I'm certainly not stressed about that. I at haven't all. watched one Kentucky football game this year. Well, have you? I I, 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 I watched the Missouri. <laughs> I know you probably. I watched the Missouri Kentucky game, and then I watched. A, I caught you know a little bit of the uh, coverage, uh, post game coverage stuff of the Kentucky. Man, speaking game last of, week. I mean, I, I try, but I just haven't made it to Kentucky games. I'm still work. <laughs> I'm working my way down the list of SEC teams. <laughs> working down the list alphabetically. Right? Yeah, I mean, I'm still. In, in the, I'm still in the B's. We're in the B's. <laughs> I'm still in the A's. <laughs> but Starting I watched the Alabama. NFL. Well, NFL. The All Panthers right. keep pounding three and zero on a Thursday night. Three and zero Thursday Sam night Darnold. game. He's left Adam Gase. No longer. No longer a Jet. Sam Darnold, three games in a Carolina uniform. Most he's ever thrown for through a three-game stretch in his I, career. I think Joe Brady's probably a perfect coordinator for him, too. Just, like, some guy that's going to be able to, like, draw stuff up for you, make it pretty easy overall, I would assume. It seems like Joe Brady does well as far as, like, making the system easy for the quarterbacks to find reads and stuff. And Sam has some arm talent. He makes some crazy throws. He can run. He can move. He had a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown last game. DJ Moore over 100 yards. I mean. Well, Sam Darnold definitely drafted off his physical capabilities more than his uh, mental as far as the quarterback position. Yeah, I you're feel stupid, like. Sam Not Darnold. Not saying he's stupid, but, like, definitely Sam Darnold in college was known for throwing multiple interceptions in a game all, uh, yeah, the, time, all the time. And he still and he came into the NFL and did I, that at I the Jets. I think if you but, go back, did we – 
we started the pod after the Sam Darnold draft. He Probably. Was a, he was a rookie. And I think we, it was that year. The next year we picked up, maybe. Yeah. But uh, we weren't high on Sam Darnold to start the I was never high on Sam Darnold, but I also wasn't sure it was going to work because he was also at the Jets, which was a terrible organization. I feel like I might have at one point either said it was either Josh Rosen or Sam Darnold. I said, this guy is going to make the biggest leap, and it was one of those two. But, uh, nope. But he got traded, so I'm happy for him. Go Panthers. I'm trying to be a fan. The easiest way to keep me engaged is keep winning. So That's go. the way to keep me engaged is keep winning. Dude, the Rams, 2-0 coming off this past week, 27-24. Matt Stafford looking good. I love that. Uh, the Aaron Bears. Rodgers resurgence. Aaron Rodgers gets He wanted to silence the critics. All the critics, people, oh, Aaron Rodgers struggling. Oh, you should have come to the season workouts and stuff. Get out of here. Aaron Rodgers is fine. Throw four touchdowns you in your mouth. that deep ball to Devontae Adams? Oh, it was a money by shot. that touchdown to the tight end. Yep. Over the, oh, my. He's oh. just, he's so good. Like, I don't know why people were questioning it. Aaron major, Jones, four touchdowns. Major win for the Ravens at, uh, at home against the Chiefs, 36-35. Last second, uh, like, last couple seconds of the game, Lamar, fourth and one. They What's have the flip? ball. He looks over at Harbaugh. He goes, Harbaugh goes, what are we doing? He goes, we're going for it. Harbaugh goes, we're going for it. And then they get a first down off Lamar running the ball. And that's how you shut down the Chiefs and not let them win with a field goal. All right, stop right there, Daniel. Are you a good coach if you let your players call the plays? I don't think it's – the thing is, I don't think you let them call the play. I think he said, do you want to go for it? Lamar said, yes, I want to go for it. And Harbaugh gave him the fourth down play. Or is this the ultimate – Cop out setup where he knows they're mic'd up. He nah. knows they can hear it. Lamar, do you want to go for this? Nah, dude. we all saw the video. And Lamar says, Yeah, I want to go for this coach. And then Harbaugh's like, Whoa, we're going for it. This was your decision, Lamar. No, nah, see, and but that's the thing. He when didn't they say miss, that, though. Post game, I, I'm no, because they won. Because they won. But that's ridiculous. Post game, no. if- post game, they're like, Why did you go for that? I, I put the ball in my quarterback's hand. He wanted to go for it. We didn't get it done. That's ridiculous. Get out of here with that. If you think that John Harbaugh is also not sitting there going, we're f- going for this, get over it. Like, put, he clearly didn't. Zach, he asked Lamar Zach, Jackson. Zach, you stop. Go for this? Put me, put me in his shoes. Put me in his shoes. I'm just being nice. Okay, you play Harbaugh. I'll play uh, Lamar Jackson Okay, I'm, right this now. is me being nice. All right, I'm Lamar Jackson. Go ahead. Hey, Here. Lamar, you want to go for this? I don't know, Coach. We might lose. I don't the give game. a shit. You're going for it. Then why'd you the ask ball. me, Coach? I don't give coach, a I'm shit. Coach, I'm not playing. Get I'm not playing, Coach. Get off the field. I'm going to get you fired. All right, get off the field. You know what? The We're Ravens stink. No. I hate the Ravens. Get off it. We're here to win a game, Coach. Bro. If you take me off the field right now, I'm pretty sure the rest of the team will come with me. See them all later. Then we lose the game. We got to find a new team. It sucks for y'all. I think you're going to be the one finding a new team. I ain't worried about you, bud. Like, all right. You, you're, you're, I'm just saying, you're making this ridiculous. Like, Joe. But I what happens if Lamar says, no, Coach, how, I want to kick That's not a how, listen, it's not how it works where John Harbaugh's going to be like, well, it was Lamar's decision. No, it's, it's yours. It doesn't matter. If Lamar says, I want to go for it or we're going for it, it doesn't matter. What matters is John Harbaugh goes, sits in front of that press conference, and he's the head coach. It says, head coach, all the decisions are on you. You've made that decision. You decide to go for it. You've let Lamar go for it. If you didn't want to go for it, that's on you too. Control your players, what I have to say to you off that. But no, this is ridiculous. If you have Lamar Jackson, you need one yard. I don't give. You can be on your 10. 
Go get a yard. It's Lamar Jackson. We're in the NFL. I pay $300 million for this entire offensive line. Get me a yard, guys. I'm not asking you to go run a mile. Get oh, like, But it's fourth down and we can I don't lose give the a game. Crap. I do not give a crap. If we lose the game, then I sit in comfort saying, we were going to lose the game if we didn't, if we punted the ball back to Pat. That's the thing, Zach. You're playing Patrick Mahomes. They need three point. They need a point to beat you to tie you. Two points to beat you, aka a field goal. Patrick Mahomes doesn't need to get a touchdown. He probably would still get a touchdown in those thirty-five seconds. I think. I'm not giving him the ball back either way. Play to win the game. And I play to win the game by going for one, and we won the game. Lamar thirty-six, thirty-five over the Chiefs. Get out of here. Go on home back to Arrowhead. We'll see you in a couple months, boys. All right. How do you feel about the Lamar flip into the end zone? A little sideways. A little, a little I don't mind the celebration, but don't land on your shoulder, Lamar. You're gonna land and then bust your shoulder up, and then you ain't gonna be playing for two weeks, and they're gonna lose games, and be that did. I just I'm not here for that. This is the same premise as like a player being like, "Well, it was the off season. I was on my motorcycle." I'm like, you probably shouldn't be on the motorcycle. My I'm God. pretty I'm sure not... it's in every football player's contract. <laughs> I'm, I'm not telling you not to get on the motorcycle because like you're a grown man, you do what you want. But like, I were we in should look your that up. Position. I'm willing to bet. Oh, there's it's probably in some contract. Nine percent of contracts do not get on a motorcycle. But at the same time, you got to think how many of these players are out there like pooping during the offseason they're not supposed to but like nobody's gonna tell on him or anything he's playing some basketball i think you're allowed you to know? play you may be allowed to play basketball you may not be allowed to play pickup at like a gym or something you might oh, i'm sure i mean i'm not i'm not a millionaire paid athlete uh, so. i i definitely ain't a millionaire paid athlete i ain't an athlete period so <laughs> no you you hit that ace in disc golf you're the most athletic person on the show <laughs> sure <laughs> if that's sure. what if that's what athleticism is considered <laughs> bucks 48 25 or the falcons bucks are rolling i mean bucks dude, look pretty good that's true too uh titans 33 30 overtime win Derrick Henry had like 8 billion yards i'm pretty sure and yeah. 4 billion t- fantasy points yeah. My ESPN team sucks. Zach. I went it's one and one so this bad. Week. I w- if I would have went zero oh and two for the second week in a row on both my teams, I would went one and one as well. Yeah, but would have been bad. ESPN league sucks. I gotta I gotta redo the whole team. We gotta look. I'm pulling everybody off the starting roster, and we're re- we're putting you back in. Everybody's got to earn a spot. I got I got Tyler Lockett late in one round, and that's been a nice one. But um, I'm trying to think NFL wise, what else do I got? Jimmy G, Jimmy G should go to the go to the Dolphins. That'd be cool. Um, who else? Coming up this week, you get a little Packers, Niners, Monday night, wow. Cowboys, Eagles. Yeah, Jalen Hurts had a good game too. Ooh, four twenty five, Fox, Bucks, Rams. That's gonna be a great game. If you want a great fantasy game. Play Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, about get you a lot of points. They're playing the Vikings. So Vikings, you're saying I defense. could lock it in? You should lock it in. Well played. Well played. That ended up better than I thought it would. Card's going to beat up on the Jags most likely. The Jags 0-2 struggling. Hey, hey. Maybe they should sign Tim Tebow. They should probably sign Tim <laughs> Tebow back for quarterback. For coach. Oh, Jets 0-2. Oh, dude, it's tough. Uh... Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, he's he looked great. He sort of good week one, week two did not look good. Didn't he throw three straight interceptions? I think it was three straight, three four total. 
I think yeah. four total. No, that's not a good day. Um, not a great day. day for the Zacks. Dolphins, Raiders, come on, Finns playing in Vegas. Don't get caught up in the gambling. Focus on the game. All right, so let's go back. I said earlier, a quarterback that sucks in the NFL, it's Tua. I, I haven't believed, oh my God. I haven't believed in Tua since day one. I didn't believe in Tua at Alabama. I didn't believe in Tua the whole draft process, and I get flack from it from a lot of people that believe in Tua. Tua has never popped off the screen. Looks like he has to try as hard as he can to throw a first down, and come on, dude. Come on, dude. You can literally – he can't play two plays without, like, getting hurt. To, You're not going to make it. To his high school team in Hawaii was the best high school team in Hawaii, like one of the top five teams annually. So he was like playing with some of the best players in Hawaii consistently. He went to Alabama where literally he had the best players on receiver, offensive line, running back, all of it. Absolutely had some of the best players in, in the college football. And now he goes to the NFL and – He's not in the greatest situation. The, the, the Dolphins are an okay team overall, but definitely not the best. And you're definitely seeing the struggles for him where it doesn't click as much and as easily. He's um, not even the best Alabama quarterback out of, like, the five that are starting. He's not. He's the worst. He's the worst Alabama quarterback I mean, out of all of them in the NFL. When we – he – and the thing is, I will say, so, like, as a Georgia fan, we obviously played him a couple times. The first time we played him that second half, we had not we we had not really practiced the parent court like this is you know uh, later on looking reading and stuff. Kirby had said that they had not practiced for a left-handed quarterback. They didn't think they were going to put him in, mm-hmm. um, and then they put him in. Obviously, Jalen Hurts struggling so much. They put him in. The left-handedness just sort of threw off the defense completely. He just flipped this field on us completely, um, and you know he played great game there. But uh, then that second game. He he goes out with injury, but prior to that, he definitely was struggling. Like, the D, Georgia defense definitely had him sort of locked in, and then Jalen Hurts came in and played really well and won the game for them. But, yeah, I definitely – I definitely, from when I was watching, get, playing against him. And, like, you saw that year against Clemson. The Clemson defense came in. That often – that defensive line was in his face the whole time. And, like, he was struggling, man. Imagine if the Dolphins had Justin Herbert. They'd probably be a little bit better. I would assume. I think Herbert's going to be a really good quarterback too. Like I think Herbert is probably going to be one of the better quarterbacks of like this younger class right now. Um, Justin Fields is getting his first start with the Bears this week, uh, so we'll see how that goes. That's actually going to be interesting. They're playing the Browns, and the Browns' defense has not been great this year, honestly. So uh, intriguing to see how he does coming off that for uh, on that first start. Um, I do have something to ask you. Have you watched either of the Monday Night Football, uh, Peyton and Eli? No, I've not. I've seen some highlights and stuff of it. it. Not watched it. Is it good? It. I love it. It's, it. They're just like firing from the hip, right? Shooting off. It's shooting not. It's it's funny because they're just. I mean, they're just ragging each other the whole time. But Peyton's telling you exactly what he sees as quarterback. Gets pretty deep football-y. and if you wanted to win me over, like I heard about it the first week, I didn't watch the first week. I watched the clips. I was, I sat down and watched Peyton and Eli, uh, week, week two. two. They bring on Brett Favre second quarter. I mean, <laughs> how am I not? How, what, what, you got me for the rest of the season. You bring on Brett Favre. It was great. I got, I got to listen to Brett Favre, Eli Manning and Peyton Manning break down Aaron Rodgers going bonkers. They're just, Oh, just talking some football, shooting, shooting, June shit. That is one jersey I haven't gotten that I want to get. I'm I'm buying a Brett Favre jersey. That'd be cool. Vikings? No, 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 no. no. Green Packers jersey, number four. Brett Favre. The man. 
And it was funny. Brett Favre was sitting there. He's talking. I was like, Aaron takes care of the ball a little better than I do. Uh, no shit. Mm-hmm. Three, like 300 plus interceptions, Brett Favre. <laughs> you yeah. were what we call a gunslinger. He's the most. Uh, he's the most sacked quarterback ever, too. So, NFL. How many Brett Favre stats do you know? Uh, I don't know, Tony. Wrangler jeans. That's what I know. Um, number two, uh, Ford F one fifty tailgates. He sits on those a lot. Uh, wearing Wranglers in uh, the woods. Does he promote anything else? I think it's just Wrangler. Southern Miss. He went to Southern Miss. I do. Did know he? That. Yep. Southern Miss playing Bama this week. He was drafted. Good luck. Wasn't he drafted <laughs> by the Saints? Saint Rooney's. I don't. Or, know. No, he's drafted by the Falcons. He's one hundred percent drafted by the Falcons. And his name's not Brett Favre. It's Favre. Favre. It's it's F A V R E, and you always call him Favre. And apparently they changed it or something. Favre. 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 Whatever. It works. Yeah. Any of it really. Man. What? <laughs> I was about to just do a dad joke, and then <laughs> okay. I decided not to. Pull the dad joke. Pull it, pull it, pull uh, it, what, cut it. What did one Dorito farmer say to the next oh, Dorito boy. farmer? Oh, boy. I have no idea. That's a cool ranch you got there. <laughs> well played, sir. <laughs> All right, Zach. I think we got football covered. But football. But we... some football we've not covered <laughs> at all. Football. Football. Uh, <laughs> big news for international football. The, the the ladies and the men's uh, teams will be receiving, uh, you know, equal pay at this point. They wow. uh, after uh, a lot of le- legislation and whatnot that has gone through, and so the U.S. women's national team in there have won their battle finally for the equal pay, and well done. I think they deserve it, seeing that they definitely have been better off. That being said, I think the U.S. men's national team is on the come up. We'll see how it goes in this World Cup qualifying time. We got to get start getting some wins. Um, but USL League One, Zach, Greenville Triumph. We are currently third place in the league. We are 31 points uh, coming off a three-road homestand. We were 2-0-1 uh, the last being a draw. This past weekend against a Tucson 3-3 high-scoring affair. Um, big issue with the Triumph I've been seeing lately at this point. One major note, Pete, that is just unfortunate to see. J.J. Donnelly, after starting two games for us, has torn his ACL, is out for the rest of the season. That's really unfortunate. I thought he was playing fantastic. Um, but... You know, we're going to have to push on. Loam is coming out there for the starting striker, and he, he, he's he been playing. He played okay this past couple, past game. Uh, looked good in the in the 3-3 draw with Tucson. Uh, but big note from the Triumphs that we got to stop. Too many red cards this season. Every single game we're having to shuffle in new people because somebody's out with a red card. We have injuries a lot. So uh, we're already trying to play thin, and like the fact that we get red cards all the time just puts us behind the eight ball more. Uh, tomorrow, the Greenville Triumph travel for Madison. Uh, that's going to be probably a tough game. Madison currently sitting uh, seventh place, 28 points. The table is tight, Zach. In a 12-team league, you have uh, 11 teams jockeying for the top six positions. <laughs> jockeying? I'm jockeying. We, we, we are all in there for it right now. I'm just saying, like, you got uh, – 
In the top six, New England, Tormenta, Tucson, Greenville, Union, and the Red Wolves at 40. Union had 38. I said Triumph with 31. Tucson has 31 point behind Greenville, and then 29 and 28 for Tormenta and New England. Behind them, forwards tied with New England at 7. Fort Lauderdale and North Texas, 8 and 9, tied at 27. Toronto, 26, and Richmond, 25. All these teams have a potential to make the final uh, the six. Um, we got about six games left. The Triumph have got to get at least a couple wins um, or you know, a couple multiple draws and a win or a couple wins and a draw. Um, you know, you just got to get at least, I say probably six to six to nine points would be ideal off these last six games. Um, would be really good for us. North Carolina sitting 12th, 19 points. Have no chance, unfortunate. But young team we'll see if they'll get better i hope um at this point i mean you know i th- i think we're gonna make the playoffs Zach. i don't know andy has tried to convince me all season that we suck the old pessimistic fan old pessimistic fan i don't mind it though you know some people got and andy's just a realist with it he definitely knows soccer more i just i don't watch as much soccer as everybody else and personally i just my my soccer fandom is really the national team and the triumph mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, if you would, listen. I'm a believer in this team. I believe in what John Hart's put out there. Like he, he, he try, he puts for he, he puts forth teams that can at least have a chance to win. I think. I think we're gonna be just fine. Just get to the playoffs, and then anything can. Happen. If we can hold tight at three or four, though, that'd be ideal. We get to host a playoff game. I'd be thrilled. Just host a playoff game. That be, would be awesome. That would be great. Um. But, yeah, we get Ford Madison this weekend on the road, 8 o'clock tomorrow night. Watch that. It'll be great. Union playing at two, uh, hosting Tucson, uh, 8 o'clock as well. That would be a good one to watch. Hopefully New England can get a little, uh, you know, ideally, I was about to say a win for New England. Draws across the board. I want everybody to draw in the triumph to stomp Ford Madison. Give us three points. Um. NBA, Zach, a little news, a little tidbit of news from the NBA, if you will. This vocabulary tidbit. from Dan today. Um, Just Ben Simmons, I guess. He ben didn't, Simmons. He didn't show up. I mean, he ain't it, ever are coming we back. really going to spend this much time talking about a guy who can't shoot? He can't shoot basketball, but like... I went and shot basketball today. I made some shots. It's crazy that he can't shoot basketball, but Refuses he's still so shoot. freaking... That's the thing. is It's the refusal to shoot. The man in like... You saw what it, what refusing to shoot a basketball does to to a playoff team when it, you're in the playoff and he's getting going to get sent to the line. He doesn't want to have to shoot free throws at the line, so he passes the ball off for an easy layup. Here's the thing: Does it matter what Ben Simmons like, does no. if there's Lamelo Ball in the league? I'm intrigued though. I'm just intrigued. I'm intrigued to see no, where he goes. I think I I've heard a lot of people, a lot of ideas and stuff. A lot of people saying Warriors stuff like that. I think the Trailblazers with uh, Dame would be really a great spot. Like, I just think that's a team that, like, Dame can carry a team by himself. Like, Dame doesn't need anybody else on the court. He will get a bucket. He'll get three points and stuff. Ben and four other dudes go play basketball together and let Dame do his thing, you know? They're asking, like, three first, though. And some this, yeah, oh, they, yeah, you're never going to get all that. The th- uh, You know, news is, the word is that uh, Doc Rivers wants to keep him. Doc Rivers wants him there. And maybe that's just you know what you got to say as a as a sixer, but Doc said that him and Embiid want been there, that they want him back. So it's weird to see. Benny come back. Benny come back. Oh. You can blame it all 
process is almost over now. I, I didn't know the rest. It, of I mean, I, I think it works. It sounded pretty good. I like Vinny it. Vinny come back. Vinny, Vinny come back really is what just sold it overall. So, um, anything else, Zach? Have we got anything else? Vinny come back. Episode ninety two. Oh yeah, James uh, Harrison. James Harrison because it's the first person I remembered. James Harrison nailed played it. for the Steelers. Hits people really hard illegally. <laughs> <laughs> um, has a lot of big uh, workout videos. He can lift a bunch of weight, push a bunch of weight. He played volleyball with like a 20-pound medicine ball. Uh, that all. sounds like you had broken forearms. You catch it. And you're like, it's more, it's it's more, more of, of a, a ball it's, toss. It's more of okay. a catch and launch back. They were not playing volleyball. I was like, this man's just straight forearming a medicine ball. Yeah, but he <laughs> does like the hip thrust with like 1,000 pounds. He like does the sled with like 1500 pounds on there i mean dude that's some thrusting <laughs> that ability. is thrusting power after how i started the pod i'm gonna stay away from any more comments <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. but michael straham probably a lot better than james harrison to also of note played for the giants one no he missed out on both super bowls did he i thought he wrong with super bowl ring i think he retired before the first super bowl huh maybe Maybe. Maybe not, though. So y'all tell me that. You know what? Maybe. He, he does do the whole daytime television thing pretty well, though. And then Reggie White played for the Eagles. Big and scary. I was too young. Wasn't alive for that. But uh, he was good. Anything else for 92? I think that's it. Episode 92. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back next week. Benny, come Benny, back. come back. <laughs> you can blame it all on oh, us. Thank you for listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Stay tuned next week for more hot takes and good predictions. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple iTunes and Spotify, A Very Moody Sports Show. And also on social media, Moody Sports Page. That's M-O-O-D-Y Sports Page, all one word, on social media. And check out our website, MoodySportsPage.com. See you next week, guys.